All right, guys, welcome back. You're listening to the Weekend Recap on 102.1 The Outlaw. I'm your host, Blake, a.k.a. Balake, and we've got Yusuf, the Guru Khan, on the mic with us today. After the break, the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Crouch will be joining us with all of our Nashville news. But uh, let me flip this thing over to Yusuf real quick, man. How are you doing? Hey, Blake, man. How's it going? I'm I'm doing well. Thank you. Football's back. Uh, college football started, so... Week zero, we're getting uh, all the big teams uh, coming up this week. NFL preseason is officially done, so that's starting up soon. So, man, I'm excited. How about you? Dude, let me tell you what. This is 100% what this show was built around. I, I swear <laughs> to God. Fridays, I love them. Saturdays, man, I'm a Vols fan, so it's been rough. <laughs> and Sundays, I'm normally pretty mad by Sunday, but that that's – hey. I love football, <laughs> but uh, I'm so glad to have it back, man. It's uh, it, it is certainly a long summer without football conversation. I mean, we get okay. stuck in conversations like Deshaun Watson or is he going to Miami or you know all these other different things. And I'd rather be talking about how who got stuck <laughs> on, yeah. on Sunday or you know who had the big play on Friday. Those kind of things. I'd, don't get me wrong. There's room for gossip and drama. With the NFL. I mean, it's nothing but parody, right? But, uh, no, I just want to see some action, man. And it, it feels good. It feels real good, man. It, it really does. Now, we we have been following our – those of you that listen, you, you know, we carry the Hardy County Wildcats. You know, we play all their games on Fridays. And they've got Chat Cats. So, I mean, it's been a proud tradition here at uh, 102.1, the outlaw for high school football you know we we love what these student athletes do and it's uh here on the weekend recap i want to make sure we just continue that tradition you know it's uh we got the hardy county wildcats but we got a lot of teams in this area i mean we've got desoto county we've got highlands county we got polk county and you want to talk about some studs oh my goodness man look you're familiar with the pouncy twins right oh yeah from uh, Lakeland, I think. Yes. So, I mean, to give you an idea of the talent pool, you know, Tracy McGrady, what, grew up up in Auburndale, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what's in the water, <laughs> but uh, I, I think we're going to start drinking the tap water at my house. I got a, a young little two-year-old that's bigger than he should be. So maybe maybe we should just keep watering him. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I before we get things started, I want to give a quick shout out to our, our sponsors. You know, I want to give Max and his crew from the Great American Florida Gun Show some love here. These guys have been on the team since before the team was assembled. I, I swear to God, I wish I had a Captain America soundbite, Avengers assemble, you know. But uh, these guys have been in our corner since it was just an idea. So I want to give a huge thanks to Max and his crew for signing on for another season of the Weekend Recap. So, if you weren't sure if we'd be sticking around, I just want you to know that we will be. <laughs> so, I, I really, really do appreciate these guys. They, they have blown me away as far as being fans of the show. I didn't know I would even have fans. So, I mean, it's cool for that. I know I at least got one. <laughs> but, uh, it's... Uh, they, they travel around here locally. You know, it's the Great American Florida Gun Show. And... They've got shows coming up this September. Uh, make sure you check out their website, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com. they got shows in Haines City coming up. So make sure you check out the dates. 
catch a location near you and go in and let them know the, the recap crew sent you, man. But here, here's one more thing I need to give a quick thank you to. And it is the latest addition to the weekend recap. We have JJ's Apparel and More is now the official outfitter of the weekend recap. Uh-oh. So. Sounds those, exciting. Those of you that don't know and haven't followed us on social media, you probably should. Find us on the on Facebook, the weekend recap. Because, you know, we, we, we got our our friend Chris. You know, we like to call him the man, the myth, the legend. And he also does a great performance on the catwalk. <laughs> so <laughs> he was kind enough to model the uh, the T-shirts that we put together. So make sure you hop on and check them out. Uh, we got prices listed. So if you want to catch yourself up in some show swag, man, uh, Jessica over there at JJ's and Apparel and more, she has certainly got the tools and the equipment to get you the, the, the right amount of swag for Friday nights, right? But uh, speaking of Friday nights, there was a lot of action. That started on Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Now, so we got a weird situation here in Florida, or at least in this area. I think we have an an official shortage. So your Friday night lights have kind of been split up because we don't have enough guys out there calling these games. So if this is an interest to any of you guys listening and you want to get involved with these high school teams and possibly look at uh, a career in officiating, Great opportunity because we need them. <laughs> so make sure you uh, yeah. hop online and, and at least check that out. That way we can make sure we got enough of these guys to go around. Uh, but uh, this past Thursday night, we had a couple of football games. And a couple teams that we keep up with, one in particular, is Mulberry High School. These guys were up in Lake, or I'm sorry, Eagle Lake, taking on Lake Region. Now, they've, they've got this guy, John on the team looks like thor just about two foot shorter and, and i had to tell him i was like look man you're gonna have to stop co- coming to these games so angry you know we, we can't do these lightning delays like this you're gonna have to just be chill until the opening whistle you know but unfortunately the game got postponed so that one will be rescheduled i would imagine it's gonna fall during the week of their bye week i have yet to been Updated on that portion, but as soon as I know, we'll make sure to put that out there on social media. But one other game that was going on on Thursday night was Sebring versus IMG Academy White. You know, those of you that are familiar with Florida football, these IMG Academies, they're pretty elite. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're one of the best in the nation. But I'm not too sure about this one. I don't know if they're the same correlation, but uh, Sebring... They, yeah, Sebring was at home against the uh, IMG Academy White. They went at 15-5. to five. So hats off to our boys down there in Sebring. I mean, uh, uh, Lord, we see you on the map. We know you're listening, and, and I just want you to know we're, we're going to put you on the map. You guys just keep going out there and performing, all right? Now, well, I'll give uh, some clarification on that, not to steal Sebring's thunder, but I think IMG is like it's sort of split into two different squads. I think that's why it's called White. Gotcha. So I think they have like sort of the regular, you know, local maybe kids that, you know, have a football team. They also have like a national team that plays a national schedule where they travel, you know, all the time to California, Texas, New Jersey, and then they play some home games too. So I think not to steal, that's still a good win, but it's not against the national <laughs> team because those guys got recruits going to every school in the nation. So I think 
that would have been one of the most surprising wins in high school history if they oh, if know, they right? beat that team. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there was a huge upset from what my understanding over the weekend uh, when it came to these high schools down here in Florida, but uh, that that was not one of them. Now, not uh, it's going to be hard to steal their thunder because there was a whole lot of it <laughs> on Thursday yep. night. So I mean, that, that's not why we call them the Tampa Bay Thunder or anything, you know. But uh, it gets a little spicy out here. <laughs> this time of the year is kind of kind of turbulent, you know. But uh, this kind of takes us into Friday night, you know. We, we only had the two games locally. I'm sure there was more Thursday night games. So if we did miss your game, please, please, please reach out to us on the weekend recap or here at the station, 102.1 The Outlaw. That way we can talk about them. You know, this is what we want to do. I, I want to involve as many of these kids as we can so we can push them to the next level. But uh, let, let's go ahead and jump over here to Friday real quick because this one, it, it was a toss-up for me, man. I teased a little bit at the 863 showcase that uh, I'm going to be roaming around watching these games, keeping up with all these high schools in the local area. And two of these teams showed out. And I was back and forth on who we were going to go with for this week's beatdown of the week. (laughs) And it, it was a toss up between Avon Park and Fort Meade. I mean, these guys are like, 20 minutes from each other. I mean, if you do it legally <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, let's, let's just go ahead and give this the scores. So Fort Meade, you know, those of you here listening locally, you know, the Hardy County Wildcats, uh, they were in action in Fort Meade on Friday, uh, Fort Meade, they win 49 to 28. I was like, man, that they put up some numbers, you know, and, and 28, they, they were at least competitive. I mean, this wasn't a, a blowout by any means, and and then I'm scrolling through, checking to make sure I get everybody covered here in Polk County and, and Highlands County, DeSoto County, Hardy County. And I see Avon Park taking on Melbourne Central Catholic. And oh my goodness, you want to talk about a beatdown. Look, I don't know what was in the water, but it certainly wasn't holy. <laughs> <laughs> Avon Park takes it 50 to nothing. And oh. that just... Just the over the this goose egg was all I needed to be like, okay, yeah, I will give this to Avon Park this week. So hats off to the beatdown of the week. Avon Park, you guys absolutely dominated Friday. Now, want to talk a little bit more about the other teams. Uh, we got Zephyr Hills Christian Academy. They beat Lake Placid 45 to 14. Lake Highland Prep took on Tannerock 45 to nothing. This was another strong contender. But I mean, 50 points, it, it's a 50 burger. <laughs> you got George Jenkins. They went over Discovery forty to fourteen. Martin County beats Bartow thirty-five to seven. Lake Gibson wins twenty-eight over East Lake twenty. Kathleen and Winterhaven. Kathleen takes it twenty-six. Winterhaven twenty-one. And DeSoto County beats Okeechobee nineteen to eight. So again, hats off to these guys. They they are really putting in some time, some effort. Look, my my listeners up there in Tennessee, it's still hot down here. (laughs) Chris got talking about getting hoodies for us to sell for the show. I was like, oh, yeah, it does get cold up there. (laughs) I forgot. I've been down here so long, I forgot what cold felt like, right? (laughs) But, uh, again, if you don't hear your high school team being mentioned, please reach out to us because we do want to include them. And we're, we're certainly not trying to leave anybody out on this. I saw a whole lot of talent at this 863 showcase, so I know it is prevalent here in Central Florida. 
and the biggest thing we're trying to do is is draw attention to these student athletes because they certainly deserve it. I mean, they they are putting in the effort, they're putting in the work, and and they're putting some film up. <laughs> I mean, you want these guys are they're built different down here, man. But uh, what we got coming up this week in football, we got uh, some more Thursday night games. Uh, Discovery is going to host Poinsietta this Thursday at seven. Uh, Fort Meads will be welcoming. Acklands Angels Christian Academy at 7.30. Lake Region will be at Winter Haven at 7.30. And Mulberry will be taking on George Jenkins at 7.30. Now, I'm I'm fairly new to this region. And I've lived here going a little over three years at this point. You know, and I've, I've been teaching high school, so I'm starting to really get into the the vibe of who likes who and what teams are what. And I'm not feeling any love loss between Mulberry High School and George Jenkins, man. Like they've these coaches have gone out and said, if you guys don't chill the social media talk, this game's going to be canceled. To give you an idea of how fiery this thing is starting to get, so if you're listening, please have a good head on you. We want to see this game. You guys go out there and have fun. This is what this is all about. We can brag about it afterwards, but let's let's leave the the side drama aside on this one. That way, we can actually have this game. So, again, if you don't want to see these games on Thursday nights, make sure you go out there, figure out how to become an official, because we got a shortage of them. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd love to do it, but my waistline tells me something different. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be the one getting oxygen on the sideline as the referee, but uh, they certainly need some help out here, guys. So make sure you guys uh, get involved and help out these local high schools and these local football events. Uh Speaking of events, you know, this Friday Night Lights, we're talking Friday Night Football, so let's get on to Friday. Uh, Lake Placid, they're going to be at Windermere Prep at 7 o'clock. Auburndale takes on Haines City in Haines City at 7.30. And our beatdown champions of the week, Avon Park, will be taking on the Jordan Christian Prep at 7.30. Bartow travels to Kathleen at 7.30. DeSoto County We'll take on Mariner again at 7.30. So all these times are going to be at 7.30. Let, let's get that out the way. Uh, Frostproof takes on Hardy. Lake Gibson will be at American Heritage. Sebring will be at Cluiston. So that one's going to be a nice little drive. And Tanner Rock will host Davenport. So again, all these times are at 7.30. Unless you're Lake Placid traveling to Windermere. And then that's going to be a 7 o'clock game for you. But uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. That's It's been so long since we've been able to talk about meaningful freaking football. And I'm pumped. I'm absolutely <laughs> pumped. Oh, yeah. So. Season. <laughs> it is. Hey, what, what, what do you got going out your way with high schools? Are, are they as active out here in Polk County, or is this, uh, is this something oh, yeah. well, just central uh, to us? Or? No, Hillsborough has some powerhouses. Um, you know, there's Armwood High School or – you know, they Ooh. send kids. Armwood was actually Florida. at the eight six three showcase. That quarterback they got, oh my goodness, man! Look, I'm, I'm about three hundred pounds, so my chest looks a little bit different than his. But this dude was built. <laughs> I mean, he looked like a freaking linebacker out there, and the way he was just winging that ball just effortlessly, man. Armwood, yeah, y'all got some serious talent over there. Yeah, there's Plant High School, which is traditionally good. You know, Hillsborough has been really good for a while. And then some of the more local schools to me, Plant City, Durant, Strawberry Crest is a newer one, but they all have their occasional good year and stuff too. Plant City, the high school I went to, you know, 
we'll make a run at the playoffs every few years when we stack some teams up. So, you know, we have some good talent here locally too, and we're not too far from Polk. I mean, Lakeland is literally a 10, 15 minute drive from me. So, you know, Lakeland is loaded again. They, they won a lot of state titles and they have one of the top five recruits in the whole nation, Kermani McLean. So, oh, you know, you I mean, he's, yeah, I, that's the name to watch out for. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, one day. Look, that's, I, I can expect my college teams to mess that one up. So I don't expect to see anybody down here in orange other than, you know, the Gator blue and orange possibly recruiting. <laughs> but uh, that checkerboard pattern, man, they just, I don't know. It's uh, you're going to prove it to me that you know what you're doing. I've heard this Butch Jones story before. <laughs> but, uh, speaking on college and scouts and talent, we had some college football this weekend. Yes, we did. And more importantly, Florida State Seminoles played this weekend. The Vanderbilt Commodores played this weekend. So we got some ACC. SEC action happening. I mean, they didn't play each other, but they were also part of some beatdowns over the weekend, and I was actually surprised by uh, oh, yeah. by Vanderbilt. <laughs> to be <laughs> honest with you, uh, I thought we was going in there to take a loss, but uh, well, <laughs> it's uh, when when you travel to, to Hawaii, vacation, uh, you know, enjoy a win too. So that was a that was a good trip for them. Oh no, that, that wasn't a bad little adventure at all. You know, I, I'm sitting there looking. I was like, God, they're, they're traveling out to Hawaii. So, I mean, there's already going to be the jet lag factor. This is Vanderbilt. And we lost our season opener last year. <laughs> cu- cupcakes don't exist in Vandy. <laughs> but uh, they go out there and have to play this game at 1030. And I would imagine most of these people were in bed or, or getting ready for bed at that time, unless I'm just at that age where I'm completely... <laughs> tone deaf to, to what the uh, football culture life is like after hours. But uh, they go out there and just beat the brakes off of Hawaii. I mean, I'm sitting there looking at their mascot, and I was like, oh, yep, we lost. <laughs> <laughs> these little, what are they do? These little Maori warrior death cry things that they do. I was like, oh, my goodness, there, there's no way. <laughs> this dude's about to throw a pineapple. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought we had this thing lost before we even got on the plane, man. But no, they go out there and just beat the brakes off of them. I mean, we're talking 63 to 10. This is the most points Vanderbilt has scored in, I think, the last 59 years. To give you an idea how unprecedented this is as a fan base, <laughs> most of us weren't alive to watch that. <laughs> you know? I mean, so, not to poke fun at uh, Vandy, but it's usually them receiving that kind of treatment by like to the hands of Alabama or Florida or something. So, I mean, that's really, you know, a good one for them to come out, travel across not only the country, you know, across the oceans and, you know, just destroy Hawaii. Uh, that, that's a good uh, opening statement win for them. It, and it was. I mean, it's, it's again, I mean, I, I, I hear some of the Nashville sports shows, and they're all on Vanderbilt. But I, I felt that way back in the Jay Cutler days, too. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh, they gave me an idea how long we've been trying to figure that one out. So uh, that, I'm, I'm one of those, you got to prove it to me. You know, they're, they're talking oh, yeah. 3-0 and o out there in Nashville, saying they're going to go in and beat Wake Forest, too. Well, yeah. Maybe. They forced that a good year last year, so I mean, if they can if they can take care of business there, that that would be another one statement. Now, now, how weird is that to say 
that a win over Wake Forest is a statement <laughs> win from an SEC team. I mean, <laughs> we ain't talking Pac-12 here. <laughs> yeah, this ain't the Sun Belt. I mean, we don't have MTSU squaring off against them. This is Van- might as well be. I, I swear, I, I think MTSU on a good day can go toe to toe with Vandy. But I, I, I might be seeing this wrong. I mean, looking at the stat line. There was one player that stood out, man, and that was Mike Wright. This dude went 13 for 21, 146 yards passing, two touchdowns, 13 carries, 163 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. So this guy accounted for four touchdowns by himself. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like, well, okay, no, you got my attention. And I try to take a look at the rest of the stat lines. I'm seeing... Raymond Davis, nine carries, 87 yards. He gets a touchdown. Rocco Griffin, five carries, 63 yards, a touchdown. And Will Shepard was the go-to guy for Mike Wright because he caught three balls, 39 yards, and two touchdowns. So he was at the right place at the right time in the red zone. Can't be mad about that. You know, It was certainly not a stat line I was expecting to see. <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> uh, the defense, they got in there and got three sacks. So, I mean, overall, it was productive i mean total yards they put up 601 yards against hawaii they put up 404 yards rushing against hawaii i mean it's it's hawaii but this is vanderbilt <laughs> you know, so I mean, I don't, it don't feel right saying it I mean, it feels good saying it it just don't feel right saying it you know <laughs> but, Definitely. but as exciting of a performance this was for nashville and, and as thrilled as i was to see it I was really pumped up about a game that came on earlier that day. I was a little annoyed by it because ESPN is just way smarter than they need to be. So at Florida State, we're talking a premier college football team. You know, this is historically top of the ACC. You got Clemson, you got Miami, you got Florida State, and then you don't know the rest. <laughs> you know, so on that end, man, it's uh. I was so excited. I was like, oh, good. You know, they, they got a midday game. We're going to be able to see it. Let me turn on ESPN because that's what it said on Google. <laughs> you, you click on it. Where does watch it? It said ESPN. Cool. I've got that. But we had Jackson State <laughs> in that time slot. So I was very annoyed. It's like, is this Jackson State the same one that Deion Sander coaches? Um, I think so. Jacksonville State is that what is that the name? No, it was Jackson State, not Jacksonville State. I oh, mean, okay. That, even if he's the one coaching it, they they just haven't had that presence to go. Ooh, I need to watch this. I was annoyed that I couldn't even watch the the stupid game. I was like, where is this <laughs> game at? So I'm sitting here living vicariously through a couple of my buddies that are at the game, and I I, I really didn't get the opportunity to keep up with it like they were. And after the game, I go back just checking the stats to see what happened, to see if there was any highlight videos or anything posted. And there was (laughs) a whole lot of them. I mean, and again, we're talking beatdowns. Florida State goes, and I had to listen to the game to figure out how to say this school's name. This is not how it's spelled. Let me spell this for you. D-U-Q-U-E-S-N-E. How do you say that? Uh, Dunce hat. Yeah. Denis. I've heard, I think I watched the game for a minute, uh, a few minutes. Dunk. Yeah, I can't even pronounce it. It's a little difficult for me. Look, you don't want to ebonics this one because it is pronounced <laughs> Duquesne. 
Duquesne. Where do you get Duquesne yeah. from in this? <laughs> I don't I don't understand it, man. That's like having a, a Bobby from Robert. <laughs> it just don't make no it sense. Literally <laughs> like Duke and then Kane, and that would have been a lot easier. Yeah, well look, their mascot <laughs> looks like a Duke. <laughs> you know what I mean? How'd you confuse this? I don't know. But it's, it's just, I think I called him last week the blah 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 blah. <laughs> so that's uh, on that end, man. You got the beat down you deserve. That's what you get for tricking us, man. <laughs> but the, the, you want to talk about beatdown, you know. I thought what Vanderbilt did to Hawaii. I mean, it is Hawaii. So it's not like the blah, 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 blah. They, uh, the Florida State Seminoles put up 638 total yards, 232 passing yards, 406 rushing yards. And, and here's a stat that blew me out the water. 33 first downs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you just gave them all. Hey, it's first and 10. It's first and 10. <laughs> you know? Most impressive for me is, you know, Florida State has a rich, you know, football tradition. They've had some great running backs, you know, some great runners overall. And this is the first time where three separate uh, runners have gained over 100 yards in the same game. So. That no, was amazing. I, I'm so mad I couldn't watch this game. So ESPN, if you're listening, and I hope you are, get your stuff together, man. <laughs> These are the type of games we want to see, not not Jackson State and whoever else that was. So, but no. uh, just one last thing on that game. One of those running backs was Treshawn Ward from Plant City. So shout out to him, local kid doing his thing. Uh, keep up and uh, continued success, Treshawn. That's awesome, man. I didn't even realize he was from this area, and he was their leading rusher on Saturday. So you had Jordan Davis. He goes 11 for 15, 207 yards, four carries, 11 yards, and a rushing touchdown. You know, not overly exciting. 207 yards passing is good. You'd like to see him at least sling a couple passing touchdowns. But when you got Treshawn Ward going 14 carries, 127 yards, two touchdowns, Trey Benson, 11 carries, 105 yards, and a touchdown. And, ooh, I'm going to mess this one up. Lawrence to <laughs> Philly, 13 carries, 105 yards, and a touchdown. That's three 100-yard rushers. And they were going to have four, but they ran out of time. Uh, <laughs> I don't have the guy's name pulled up, but he, he had nine carries for 55 yards. I mean, they just ran out of time. It was going to be four 400-yard rushers. By the time they were there, like, okay, give the next guy a chance. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just beat down city on Saturday. It was beat down city on Friday. And when we get off into the NFL conversation, there there was a beat down even during the preseason. So, there is a team <laughs> locally feeling really good about that one. So, let's take a look at the clock because we're coming up on it. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Great American Florida Promotions. Thank you guys for putting on this show. They do have shows coming up in Haines City this September, so make sure you hop on their website, GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com. Find a show near you. Stop in and let them know Blake, Yusuf, Chris from the Recap Crew sent you, man. We want to continue this tradition of sports talk and trash talk. And go out there and say thanks to these guys. They're the ones that really put this show on for us. And I, I can't go on without saying a huge thanks to Jessica over there at JJ Apparel and more for hooking us up with some show swag, man. We finally got T-shirts in, guys. So if you're interested, make sure you hop on our Facebook page, The Weekend Recap. 
We've got them posted there. Again, Chris is doing a lovely little pose for us. You know, did his little turn on the catwalk. I wish I had that sound bite. My goodness, that's going to be his intro. Let me find it. But but uh, on that end, make sure you check it out. Support us, man. It, the, these shirts are pretty slick. You're really going to like them. So make sure you take a look. But uh, going to bounce out real quick to our sponsors. Make sure you hang in there, and we'll be back with you. Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show. Dates and location for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle, Haines City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com. Or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations. It's real, it's, country. Real country. it's real country. I love your station. I listen to it every day. The Outlaw. 102.1. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging in there with us. This is Blake again. I got Yusuf here on the uh, on the mic with us. And we're talking college football. You know, it's the best time of the year. It, it really is. I mean, it's the high school atmosphere is always just... It's hype. I, I mean... I didn't realize how much I missed pep rallies until I went to one. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> high school football is just absolutely insane down here in Florida. And college football is just as big. I, I swear that these guys play harder than, than what you see in the NFL because it means something to these guys at this point. This ain't just a paycheck. Well, no, no, take it back. I guess it is just it's a paycheck now. But <laughs> we'll talk NIL at some point. But uh, <laughs> we'll uh, – these guys have something to prove still, you know, that they haven't made it to that pinnacle. They're not complacent at this point. And the season really cranks up this weekend. And let's, as far as teams here locally, uh, one of them would be the UFC Golden Knights. These guys will be in action at home against uh, SC State. And we're looking a Thursday kickoff at 7 p.m. So, didn't these guys just recently move up a division? Or aren't they in the Pac-12 or Big? What, didn't they move up into a conference? Uh, they're going to move to the Big Twelve next year. Okay, I believe. that's what it was. Yeah, they're still on the American right now. So, for those of you keeping up here locally, man, they 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 made the jump. <laughs> they're ready for some big boy football, and it's uh, I, I'm excited to see it. You know, it's it's uh, they they have certainly played their butts off down here. They are certainly a a common name in conversation in high, not high school football, college football lore. But, uh, again, they'll be taking on SC state at UCF Thursday at seven o'clock. So make sure you guys tune in Thursday is going to be the, I guess it's not the official, but it's really when things are going to wrap up for college football. And one of those is a team. I won't say a little North, but uh, almost to Kentucky North, <laughs> we're talking Tennessee Volunteers. These guys will also be in action Thursday at 7 o'clock. They will be at home taking on Ball State. Now, you guys hear me make fun of my fandom all the time. 
but it's real. <laughs> it is real. Uh, I'm a Titans fan. I am a Tennessee Balls fan, and it hurts <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, just to see Ball State coming in. You know, again, this is a weird conversation for any SEC team. I hope we beat them. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, until you prove me right or wrong. It's uh, I, I feel the way I feel about it, man. They just. Yeah, everybody remembers the Butch Jonas. Look, I'm blaming Kiffin. Cal Philip Fulmer retires. Lane Kiffin gives us a one night stand, and we had to settle for less on everything. <laughs> and it's just been—I <laughs> I didn't know a rebuild process could take this long. But when Butch Jones started speaking brick by brick, uh, we should have known it was going to take forever. That's a hundred thousand plus seat stadium <laughs> that you're trying to build back up. Right. So brick by brick, hey, whoo. So it, it hurts, guys. It does. But that's going to be on Thursday. So hopefully these guys go and prove me wrong. They go in there and handle business like an SEC team should do against Ball State at home. <laughs> now, one team, and we're talking Saturday lineup, that I think you might be excited about. It's the Miami Hurricanes. They're going to be home against Bethune-Cookman. I don't even know who they are. But uh, kind of like Florida State, y'all better not lose this one, man. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be safe to say unless uh, there's a, a cancellation or something they should win this game uh, you know they're the lower subdivision they're out of Daytona so you know Miami basically gets a scrimmage game and uh, Bothane Cookman gets you know a paycheck for probably half a million dollars so it works out both ways <laughs> hey look Wait, look, I didn't know that was the negotiation. I'll go out there and lose for a half a million dollars. Can we <laughs> renegotiate? Look, I'll do it for $250,000. <laughs> Can we negotiate? Look, I'm cheap. <laughs> it's not at a buffet. Yeah. So you we, think, we do got to clear some things. Like a ragtag football team together. Hey, and, uh... I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, look, just hook me up with some NIL money and some Metamucil. We're on it. <laughs> but, uh... Speaking of own it, man, it's uh, you're a huge Miami Hurricanes fan, and we talked about the uniforms, and they are just, woo, take my money, <laughs> just go ahead and take my money. <laughs> that, that, they look clean, man. Oh yeah. But another team that's going to be in action this Saturday is going to be the UCF or USF Bulls. They're going to be home against number twenty-five BYU. Are you ready for your alumni to lock up with BYU? Yeah, as long as they don't have like Steve Young or Jim McMahon or one of those old QBs that <laughs> play for them. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, I think USF, you know, they got a transfer QB from Baylor. Uh, he's the starting QB, and, you know, he, he had like 10 wins last year. So that was an important area they upgraded at, you know, tier three of Jeff Scott. So he hasn't had too much success yet. So there's nowhere to but go up. Uh, if not, he's going to get probably fired in the next season or two. So I'm excited. We'll see what they can do at home against BYU. Um, I went to a few functions with the coach, and they're talking them up. So we'll see, you know, putting uh, putting your money where your mouth is now. Let's see if they can get some wins. Look, I'm down for that. It's it's always fun when you see all the local teams. Good. You know, it, it, again, I grew up in Tennessee, so I don't know how this feels. So it's it's nice <laughs> to be down here experiencing <laughs> this. But, you know, the the UCF Knights and the USF Bulls when they what was the war on I4? Uh, yeah. 
that was hype, man. I mean, it, I was so pumped up for that game, and I didn't even know who they was, but I wanted to see it, you know? So it's great when, when teams are good. It really is. You know, and we're not talking moral victory good. So, so Vandy, UT, Nashville. <laughs> this ain't a moral victory feeling. This is a, ooh, this feels good feeling, you know? But uh, speaking of Vandy, they're going to be back in action this Saturday. Uh, they're going to take on Elon. I have no idea who these are. If it's Elon Musk, I'm sure he's not going to stand a chance. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> kickoff is going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern. So I could see Vandy going 2-0. and oh, But the moment I say it, we're going to go 1-2 and two because uh, it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just so gun-shy. You know, that's just kind of what Tennesseans are, I guess. <laughs> that's why they say roll tide and go Gators up in Tennessee. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it's so bad. But uh, it, it's it's going to be refreshing to see a Vanderbilt team go 2-0. I, I would have to go back to the books and figure out when the last time that was, but uh, 2-0 is impressing me <laughs> up here in Nashville, so I, I'll take it, right? Uh, let's see. We're, we're still back on Saturday games, so here's one game that you guys need to circle because we are your home of Florida Gator football here on 102.1 The Outlaw. We carry all their football games and all their basketball games. And kickoff is going to be at 7 o'clock. So make sure you tune in at 6.30, catch the pregame. If you're not buying a TV, you got a phone in your pocket. And we got 102.1, theoutlaw.com at, at the ready. So just go ahead and click it. Hit listen live. Find me on Facebook. I'll have a link up there for you. And uh, make sure you guys tune in. Uh, but the Florida Gators, they're going to kick it off against uh, a pretty tough team. And uh, I almost wonder if there was a a poke at this with all the urban Meyer stuff that went on in that area last season. So the Florida Gators are going to kick it off at home against number seven, Utah. You know, you, you got to love all this urban Meyer connection. I mean, Gator fans, I, I get it. There's a whole lot of love for that guy. Just go talk to my Jacksonville Jaguar fans. <laughs> yeah, they, they feel a little bit different about them. Now, don't get me wrong. As a Tennessee Titan fan, I loved urban Meyer. I really did. But as a Tennessee ball fan, I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> but uh, they'll be kicking off against Utah at 7. Again, make sure you tune in, 102.1, theoutlaw.com, uh, Real Country 102.1, The Outlaw, and listen to the game live. You know, you're going to listen to the local commentators up there. You're not going to get all the uh, the TV commentators, your, your, your halfway fan base that don't know the team. These guys are going to be talking about the team, calling the game, and that's just what they do, man. So make sure you guys tune in. And, again, that's going to be this sun Saturday at 7 o'clock. Speaking of Sunday, man, college football. These guys are like, hey, guess what? The NFL ain't on this weekend, so we're going to take Sunday too. <laughs> <laughs> Your Florida State Seminoles are going to be back in action. Uh, and it's, it's not against a ranked team, but it's going to be against a team – that I'm used to losing to, and it's called LSU. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, but kickoff is going to be at 7.30 on Sunday. And this one should be televised. If they put some other half-baked team <laughs> on ESPN over this one, Florida State and LSU, I'm going to be mad. I mean, aren't they playing in the Superdome on this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm 99% sure it's going to be you know, the one of the big games, uh, ABC or ESPN. So I wouldn't worry about that. See, my, my favorite part is when they're like at a neutral site. There ain't nothing neutral about the Super. <laughs> this is LSU, man. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> but uh, hey, you know it's neutral. Whatever. 
<laughs> but uh, it's going to be a tough test, man. We're, we're going to have a uh, a good idea of if this Florida State team is serious or if this LSU team is serious. And I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll find out Sunday. LSU, they're, they're kind of up and down. You know, they're, they're kind of like uh, Georgia and Auburn. You know, they're the ones that just kind of come in and poke at Alabama every once in a while. Tennessee runs up and plays dead. I mean, I think we're the French when it comes to college football. Hey, we give up. <laughs> you know, but, so make sure you guys are uh, tuned in for all that mess. I uh, want to give a, a quick mention here because I, I just saw something pop up on my phone. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Crouch on with us from Nashville. How you doing, bud? Sorry, boys. I had another modeling thing I had to take care of. More show style. Did you spin around on the on the catwalk for us? Yes, I did. How are you boys doing? Hey, I loved every minute of it, buddy. Go ahead, spin around for me one more time. <laughs> no, man, we've just been talking some football. It is back, man, and, and we're feeling good. You know, you got your high school football, and I, I, I've – I didn't have to bellyache about Tennessee college sports <laughs> and uh, and Florida State, man. They they made a statement, kind of like Vanderbilt did. How are you feeling about that game? Yeah, Florida State looked good. I uh, uh, I was glad to see them do fairly well. Um, of course, most of my interest was at the wee hours of the morning after uh, you know in in Hawaii time. So I was very happy to see that. I did watch all uh, all four quarters of that. And, I mean, it only happens once in a lifetime. So I don't think I'll ever see 63 hung by Vanderbilt again. So, I mean, <laughs> hopefully I'm right. But, you know. Look, we, we talked about that a little bit. I was like, I think it's been, what, 59 years since the, the Commodores have put up that many points. So it was way before my lifetime. And my dad certainly wasn't old enough to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you don't you you're never going to see uh, Vandy play in Hawaii again. I, I was like oh, they can score 63 points again, but <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? It, Chris, since you're up there in Nashville, go ahead and get us some uh, some media passes there with uh, with Vanderbilt since you're a fan. And, and let them know we want to be on this next ship over to Hawaii. I, I am down for that. <laughs> oh yeah. Get in there! I, I will. I will put me on location. <laughs> <laughs> location. <laughs> man, no, we got to. Uh, we. I just. I don't know, man. It just feels good. I, I got to talking while you weren't on about you know, this wasn't a moral victory type feeling. This was oh my god, we went out there and beat the brakes off somebody. You know, we acted like a real SEC team. <laughs> you know, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah worried about the you know the first quarter it, it kind of you know the first couple of drives but you know it went, it looks like once they started settling down and you know the the nerves of actually playing in their game and things like that once they started settling down you know the defense really took over and 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 they started making a whole bunch of plays I mean <clears throat> when you have Michael go down and have a have the touchdown which their first touchdown, the wide receiver wasn't even touched, was not touched at. I mean, he wasn't covered. And all it was was just a little, I mean, all three of us could have made that pass. I mean, that that's how wide open that dude was. You, you and, completely uh, overestimate my well, athleticism. Well, first, we <laughs> oh, just, uh, no, 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 no. 
we were just discussing, you know, we were talking about, you know, some of these lower teams playing, you know, some of the higher profile teams and getting a half a million dollar paycheck. So uh, me and uh, Blake are forming a team so we can get a half a million dollar paycheck. Are you willing to join or name your position? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, I, I laid out being traction for a couple of months and everything else and not being able to move. And I will collect that. I will collect that half a million dollar paycheck. Yes, look, I am in. Look, I, I know a good chiropractor. So if you want to sponsor this show, we can we can certainly make this happen. So, so Neil, if you're listening, I ain't gonna plug your business yet. But you you come on, man. <laughs> we might have some aches to, to, to stretch out on this one. And look, I ain't ever had a dude fold me up like a pretzel before until him, and I loved it. <laughs> I mean, I, I popped like popcorn, man. It felt so good. I mean, I had bones cracking I didn't realize I had with him. But uh, enough about him. It's I, I think I know my position on this team that we're going to put together <laughs> to get our the breaks beat off of us. I'm going to play guard. I, I'm too fat to <laughs> hike the ball. And all you got, all I got to do is stand in the way. Look, if you trip over me, I did my job. I promise you I'm going to fall down. <laughs> and I'm big enough for you to have to walk around. You ain't jumping over me. So I think we might... We might lose some yards, <laughs> but uh, we're gonna yeah. be we're gonna be richer by Sunday. <laughs> you know the way the Bucks are going and you might be able to join the Bucks soon too. So that's oh. not a bad. <laughs> oh man, look, let's go ahead and get in it, man. Look, you done brought up the Bucks. So we had some preseason football wrap up, right? And and it's left me with so many concerns for two of our teams here, and I'm talking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which Tom Brady looks like he's already mid-season form. You know, this dude's a goat. And he's like, oh, you know, Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. But run down the field, take a break, and we're back. <laughs> so it's uh, it. don't be mad that he took a vacation. He retired. They planned it. And the weird thing about it, everybody's talking about, oh, he, he was the mass singer. He, he had plastic surgery. Plastic surgery doesn't happen in 11 days. And if you were no. kicked off the mass singer in 11 days... You suck. <laughs> so, I mean, unless you're going out there just, you know, throwing the microphone across the, the actual stage, you know. I mean, I don't know. But I, I don't think any of that was the, the real deal there. But the part that has me so concerned is without Brady, we are going to go from first to Trask in a heartbeat. Because I don't think anybody wants Blaine Gabbard. Oh, man. On the starting lineup. I mean, you can ask anybody in the state of Florida other than the Tampa Bay general manager on where Blaine Gabbard should be. <laughs> it is not on a football team. Tennessee knows that Blaine Gabbard is a bad idea. He was great for us as the Titans. He was terrible for us when he played for the Titans. So it's, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm worried, man. And they have some issues on that interior offensive line. Your center goes down. Yeah. Uh, you replaced both your guards. And didn't we have another guard go down in this last preseason game? Yeah, I think uh, one of the, the other guys trying to buy for a starting lineup. I think he's he'll be okay. Actually, the backup center, who's now the starter, went down too. So looking really bleak, but he's fine too. But, yeah, it's just worrisome. I, you know, I'm going to blame it on New Orleans. I think they're doing some voodoo crap on us. <laughs> Something on us, you know, they're, they're just doing voodoo on look, us at look. this point. Uh, Jameis Winston's doing a little rain dance with some uh, some crab legs and really messing us up over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, Publix, look, if you guys want to stop sponsoring him and sponsor our show, we'll gladly take you on. <laughs> and I promise you, there won't be any crabs involved. <laughs> you know? But uh, the other team that has me worried is my 
my own Tennessee Titans. And like I said, I, normally by the end of Sunday, I'm in a bad mood <laughs> because it's just <laughs> it's just the way it works for us, right? But uh, they have some issues there on the offensive line too, man. Uh, they they're trying to oh. figure that. I mean they they've got their starting man, but I'm not confident. You know, I mean, granted, Malik Willis looked a lot better in this game. You know, he was actually throwing the ball <laughs> compared to what he had been doing. So it was a nice changeup to see him actually wing this thing around. I mean, he goes 15 for 23, 133 yards, a touchdown, an interception, four carries, and 79 yards rushing. I mean, I could do without the interception, but I, I like to see the improved numbers at throwing. So, I mean, this, he's, he's in a good position to learn. I just don't know how fast he can put it together. And hopefully we don't have an issue with Ryan Tannehill because I don't think he's quite ready to get in there. And I know we don't need to go with Logan Woodside. I mean, at this point, I don't know who's more famous, Logan Woodside well, or Rusty Smith. You know, which backup quarterback ooh, is the most infamous ooh. quarterback for the Tennessee Titans? And I don't know because both of them suck. <laughs> so that's I can't. Well, <laughs> I can I can tell you what I've been hearing. So, you know, you brung out Blaine Gabbert. Well, Gabbert was brung in to give Logan Woodside a run for his money for the backup. Well, <laughs> the bad thing was that was a competition. Titans, you know, I, don't think the, I don't think the Titans are going to keep three quarterbacks. So it looks like Woodside's fixing to get cut. So if that tells you anything about your backup quarterback then or your number three quarterback <laughs> down in Tampa, oh. yeah, that, that might uh, – Look, and speaking of getting cut, man, there, there was one name that came across the block today that, that hurt my yes. feelings because he, he is an OG. I mean, this guy has played with every Tennessee Titan head coach that has coached the Titans, and that was Brett Kern. This dude could just deliver 20 yards to the end zone. I mean, every time he's putting it inside the 20, he's dropping it inside the 10. I mean, he was just a coughing corner kicker and he's done. He's done. I don't know if he's going to retire. I don't know if he's going to be interested in this open position up in Buffalo, but uh, yeah, he's no longer a Tennessee Titan. And that, that hurts my feelings. He, he is the longest tenured Titan. Now I'm not talking Oilers Titans. I'm talking Tennessee Titan. <laughs> and, and I remember when, uh, Craig Hendrick passed this thing off to him. You know, he stayed around to teach him how to do yep. take his little knuckleball. So hopefully he, he kind of returns the same favor. Hey, this is what made me really good. You should learn it. Uh, we'll see. I don't even know the new guy's name, but this dude can boom it. <laughs> I mean, it, so it's, we'll see how it goes, man. It, it, it's, a, it's a new territory. You know, as a fan of the Tennessee Titans, this is going to be the third punter. <laughs> that we've dressed on Sunday. <laughs> so I don't know how this is going to work out. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what. House, no. And he has a freaking candy for a leg. The only thing that, you know, I, I'm I'm with you. You know, I, I know I texted you when I, when I heard that it happened this morning and you know, I was I was sad. I mean, that is one of the you know longest. He is the longest tenure Titan, and you know, there is an opening in Buffalo. I know the Colts just signed the kicker that Buffalo dropped, but I mean, if you have a chance to go to Kern, who's I mean, yeah, who's who's proven, 
I'm going to take my chances with him instead of, you know, somebody else. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm the Colts or, you know, well, Buffalo's got it wide open right now, but yeah. I, I just, you know, I don't like the fact that he's going to be kicking against us if he decides that he wants to go somewhere else. Because, I mean, it's like you said, it's automatic. He's gonna he's gonna put it at the twenty almost every single time. And I don't know how many times he's put it and angled it out with the and within the five. I mean, it's he's just crazy. Nah, he's good, man. He's good. And, and look, and again, so Florida teams. I mean, Tampa Bay fans, you guys have gone through it. You know, Jacksonville fans, you've you've lived it since existence. And Miami fans, you've gone through it since Dan Marino. But it, you can really judge a team on how well-known the punter is <laughs> as far as how well they play <laughs> on Sundays. So uh, the, the, lucky for Brett Kern's career, the Titans were a historical three-and-out team. So we got a lot of practice. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, I, I can see why they want to bring in a younger punter. They're like, man, we have used the dog poop out of this guy, and we need to get something a little bit fresher. So <laughs> I just hope we don't make him a household name like we did Brett Kern. You know, if, if your punter is making the all-pro team, the Pro Bowl, you really, really need to take a harder look at your offensive uh, efficiency. <laughs> but, uh, man, I, I hate to see him go, though. And, and I want to blame myself on this one. I, I try to not buy jerseys anymore because it's a, it's a kiss of death, you know? I was like, you know what? Brett Kern has really cemented himself as a, a true Titan. I, I probably need to get his jersey. And then, boom, he is done. <laughs> you know, I didn't buy a, a Vince Young jersey soon enough. I didn't buy a Marcus Mariota jersey soon enough. So <laughs> on that end, and, and, and I pulled the trigger a little too fast on the Javon Curse one. Man, I missed that guy when he left. But <laughs> what, about, uh, what about Jake Locker? Look, Jake Locker never made it out of the locker, okay? <laughs> Somebody stopped him in there, and he got broken. <laughs> Look, we were so tired of buying jerseys by the time Locker got up there, we just put tape over Vince Young's name and wrote Locker across it. I, I swear to God it happened. <laughs> oh, We were like, no, nah, we ain't doing this again. He ain't going to be around long. Give me three years. We might think about it. <laughs> but, uh, no, it <laughs> Yeah, so if you haven't kept up with Tennessee teams, at least you know what heartburn sounds like now. <laughs> so it, it feels a lot like this. But I can tell you one team that's feeling really good. And that's not your Jacksonville Jaguars, because they, they absolutely sucked <laughs> on this weekend. <laughs> but uh, Miami opening up with a 50-yard bomb to, uh, to Tyreek, man. Get used to that. I mean, it's yes, he underthrew him, which is kind of uh, Tua's. That's why a lot of people ride Tua the way they do. But I mean, you're throwing it to Tyreek Hill. This dude went out and still got the ball. You know, I mean, you, you might have underthrew him that time. Doesn't mean you're going to underthrow him next time, right? But they just looked so good. And look, I didn't. A lot of Miami fans have been calling for a quarterback competition down there in Miami. Let's bring in Deshaun Watson. Let's get Tom Brady. Let's give me anybody but Tua. <laughs> you know, is Jimmy Garoppolo available? But uh, we, we actually had a quarterback competition down there. This Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater competition, Bridgewater's done. Skylar Thompson just went in there and outperformed him from opening whistle to closing whistle of the preseason and just looked fantastic. I mean, how do you guys feel about that one? 
Yeah, I saw him a little yeah. when they played the Bucks. He's been, been impressive all three seasons. So, you know, I think uh, Bridgewater might, you know, might, might be going to another team. He might be getting cut or at least demoted. He is certainly water under the bridge. I can tell you that. I mean, it's uh, look, this dude's about as fragile as Jake Locker was. But, I mean, we're, we're talking, let's see, Teddy Bridgewater. He went four for 10, 74 yards. Skylar Thompson, seven for 10, 103 yards, and three touchdowns. I think I seen what I needed. And, and he performed. I mean, he didn't have three touchdowns every game, but he, he performed up to that level every preseason game. And, you know, the biggest knock on preseason is like, oh, it's a manila offense and a defense. There's no real play call in our strategy. No, he just went out there and outperformed everybody. So, I mean, hats off to this kid. I, I would love, love, love to see them hold on to him because if they let him go, I know a team in Tampa. <laughs> and I know a team in Nashville. They really need some backup help. <laughs> so, Skylar Thompson, if they cut you, man, just reach out to us here at the station. You know, we'll gladly take your call on. We'll talk to you. We'll, we'll hook you up with uh, some people we know. That way we can uh, not be so concerned when these uh, other guys move on. And who knows? You might be the next starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, it's not a bad bad gig, right? <laughs> but don't forget, we hey, still got a yeah. we still need a QB for our team too. So there you go. <laughs> Look. We got you hooked up, man. Look, I, I know some big dudes. I can come up with another center, another guard, some tackles. We're almost there, man. <laughs> we're almost there. So it depends on if you want to lose or not, but uh, we're almost there. Speaking of almost there, we are up against the clock. So let me back this out real quick. Uh, shoot a quick thanks to our sponsors, Great American Florida Promotions. Thank you guys for putting this thing on for us every week. Uh, big shout-out to Jessica at JJ's Apparel and more. For, for hooking us up with all the show swag, man. Make sure you check out our Facebook page, The Weekend Recap, and take a look at these shirts. If you like them, go ahead and hit that buy button. But uh, one more thanks I need to give. Thank you guys for tuning in each and, every one, each and every week, making us the number one stream show on 102.1 The Outlaw. Big thank you to our listeners. I mean, I didn't think a year ago that this was going to be a possibility. But... As much of a fan you are of the show, I'm that much more of a fan of yours. So, again, check us out on Facebook. Make sure to follow us to keep up to date. And at this point, man, we're just going to have to kick it off to you. Make sure you guys tune in next week. And until then, make sure you stay classy, outlaws.